you know, I want to start this episode out a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Including not mm-hmm. even greeting our listeners. I don't. Okay. They don't. They don't need to be coddled. They're they, they, adults. They know what they came for. Okay. They might, some aren't adults. And the children's <laughs> need to learn what adulthood is like. All right. The children's need to learn. <laughs> the children shouldn't be listening to me. Every fan for himself. <laughs> I'm Jaron Alvin Jolly. Um, I was. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, Jaron was born I was in Washington. Bo- <laughs> Eli, I mean Jason. He, he still claims to be from Washington. <laughs> yeah. Moved to Utah when he was what three? Was still earlier yeah. than he could remember. I was no, I was like two, and I still yeah, he doesn't remember all Washington. throughout all throughout my childhood. I claimed. Yeah, I'm from Washington. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm the bad one. You are. Yeah. Who are you? I'm the only good influence. Who are you? Good influence? Oh, I'm Eli Webb. I'm Jason yeah. Kenny. He's your bad one. I, um, I work with children a lot <laughs> for my my job. Yeah. We should say he, yeah. Uh, no, let's keep you it ambiguous, though. You <laughs> don't, don't know what his job is. He doesn't get paid. <laughs> That's true. He just does it. He just chooses to work with children a lot. <laughs> uh, today's episode required a lot of research and a lot of... Uh, searching and soul searching and mm-hmm. soul. Um, before that, let's get into some news. Jason, what happened this week? Um, we got a new trailer for Candyman. Oh. And I'm very excited because I freaking love the old Candyman, the original Candyman. Mm-hmm. Is that a Candyman song? Sprinkle it with me. Is that I actually don't know a single lyric other than the, the Candyman can. can. It's from Willy Wonka. Oh. (laughs) Make the yard come true, or something like that. So I was actually surprised. It caught me off guard how little I knew of that song once I started. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, so I I love the original one. Yeah. Um, I'm a really big fan, so I'm very excited for this one. It looks like it's kind of like almost continuing off the original almost. It's like, it's almost like Yahya Abdul is becoming the Candyman. So, yeah. Also, I'm not sure how Johnny Depp is supposed to fill. Gene Wilder's shoes. I just don't see that happening. <laughs> In the Candyman. <laughs> this is a Willy Wonka remake, isn't it? <laughs> you know how they, like the first one was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right. and then it became Willy Wonka no, and the Chocolate Factory. No, other way around. This is just the Candyman. Oh. No, you're right, though. It yeah. was Willy Wonka first, even though the book is Charlie, it which is I thought Charlie. was straight. I just learned that this week. That's really? What? Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh, really? the original must have been named after the book. No. Hmm. They, they messed it up. Yeah. Right off the, the first bat. movie was not the title of the book. Ugh. And then the Johnny Depp one was. Yeah. As offensive as that was. I liked book, it. To the book. Okay. It's like calling Shrek Donkey. It is like that. Yeah. 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 And Donkey Ever After. <laughs> <laughs> donkey the third. <laughs> what else, Jason? Um... Also, Suicide Squad has officially... Sorry, The Suicide Squad. <laughs> very important distinction. Um, because it's a the very Batman. different movie. It's completely different. Um, James Gunn's version of it. Um, <laughs> it's it's finished filming, so that should be coming probably next year. Yeah. I want to say something really quickly oh. that I wish Star Wars would do. 
I wish they would kind of lean into the ruin like DC has. Just, just, like, do just say, you know what, just gonna, later we're just going to do a, a, the same thing again. It's we're just going to do it again. It's, it's, it's going to be called The Star Wars. <laughs> I, I would really honestly like that because okay. at this point, like there was the, the early disappointment with DC and maybe what it should have been or could have been, especially compared to Marvel. But now I'm like, you can't even compare them. This is some different weird no. fever dream. That uh, I like it. we just kind of keep retconning and going back to things, and who is the Joker currently? And <laughs> Embrace just, it. It's, uh, it's just a universe. It's a multiverse within itself. It is. It totally. But they, but is. they don't tell you that. It is. <laughs> you you connect the dots. Yeah. It just we're we're well, as, in, we're as much in the story and in the fiction as any of these movies actually. They are. kind <laughs> of have told us that though, because it's not the DCEU. It's right. they call it DC Universe. Yeah. Right. Like, that's its, like, official name. And so they've tied it to the knows. TV shows, and so it's, it's, it's you yeah. know. And I think the new Batman, I think Jim Gordon Lee Gun. has said, like, it's part of, like, the universe. Oh, the, the comic. Something like that. The comic book writer. Or artist. Er, artist, yeah. Artist. yeah. Wow. Eli, what happened this week? It was revealed, I guess. <laughs> it has been revealed. <laughs> that yeah. the Palpatine we saw in Rise of Skywalker was a clone with his spirit put into it. Which you know, I think they kind of hinted at that a little bit with like the cloning booths right. in the but movie. But they don't need to kick us. But that was all Snokes though. Yeah. yeah. They don't need to kick us while we're down. Do right. they? Oh, and also like the the tubes hooked into him were keeping his skin alive or something I like guess. that. I guess. It was like rotting. Wasn't Some working. Husk. Yeah, he looked terrible. <laughs> oh yeah. It was, they were doing their best. <laughs> so that's Jeez. feels like a... But he knew he was dying and so that's why like he was like oh, Ray, become... Yeah, whatever. You, whatever. <laughs> uh, it feels like a J.K. Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is this? I'm going to kind of change your childhood so, again. <laughs> he does have a granddaughter, but he is gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's J.K.'s Rowling, like, patch for everything yeah. just going forward. Did oh. you uh, Did you guys see the tweet? It was J.K. Rowling writing new stories, and it was like, <laughs> closes eyes and throws darts at the board. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Hagrid is... Trans and works for ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, James Mangold of Logan and Ford vs. Ferrari fame is going to be directing Indiana Jones 5 because apparently we need that. We don't. Fun fact. <laughs> fun <laughs> fact about the cast. They're not necessary. <laughs> Do I can know? give you a fun fact about the cast that I can't confirm, but I'm pretty sure it's true. I don't think Harrison Ford cares. I don't think he... I guarantee he doesn't care. Why? I, he's, he's, like, talked about it on talk shows. Yeah. He doesn't care about He just anything. wants to get paid. Yeah, which is a shame. That was literally... I think... I don't remember... I think it was Jimmy Fallon talking to him about Han Solo. And it literally could have been Jimmy Kimmel talking yeah. about Indiana Jones. But whatever it yeah. was, he was saying... I don't care. Did you get... Did you get, was there some emotion there when you're putting on the suit? Like, did you get kind of emotional about that and, and looking at where you, how far you came or anything like that? And Harrison literally goes, he said, no, I got paid. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember like a couple years ago, like a fan asked, like, who shot first? And he goes, I don't care. <laughs> I think he says, like, I don't give a fuck or something yeah, like that. Honestly, he just can't be bothered. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sad. Which is okay. Which is fine. At this he point, cut the cord early enough yeah. to not be invested. We should have taken a page out of his book. Jeez. <laughs> no, I yeah. know. Well, actually, I think um, the sequel trilogy actually did do that to me. I was so heavily invested in Star <laughs> right. Wars and so obsessed with Star Wars that after it, I don't care anymore. Yeah, halfway through, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about Star Wars. You're, you're done. Would it's, you look at that? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> and lastly, 
so and if you didn't know, HBO is developing kind of American Western version of Parasite, and they're going to make it a miniseries. Yeah. Um, and Mark Ruffalo is in talks to be the dad, which if you've seen Parasite, I can actually very easily see that working. <laughs> I just think it's a weird decision to make. I don't think so, man. I know we like... Not Mark, but just the, the oh, series. Oh, yeah, I agree you know with what? that. Yeah. Yeah, that feels that feels like you're trying to like siphon some of the gold that's there. Yeah. You and got it. Feels it. cheap. Feels <laughs> cheap. They I won an award. Paid. They got money. Yeah. yeah. And like, how can we keep this going? Studios yeah. want money, which is yeah. weird. Shame. Anyway, I but I do that. As, the the series aside from right. me not liking it, mm-hmm. again, it's a Star Wars thing. If I have to like it, right? At least it's getting like a fun totally. cast because Mark Ruffalo yeah. can be that kind of unassuming, slightly bumbling, right. f- but more behind the scenes of his mm-hmm. brain going on. And rumor has it he's in talks to be in the She-Hulk show, as if you couldn't have guessed that oh, would have happened. <laughs> Guys, you know who She-Hulk's going to be? They're saying they no. want Allison Brie. No, they want an Allison Brie type. Which, ah. but, but, they're, but not Allison Brie, apparently. Oh, yeah. here's some news. Uh, oh, apparently... The creators of the, the Moon Knight series oh, are looking for a Jewish Zac Efron type. <laughs> so if I don't you really want to unpack that. Is that Andrew Garfield? But I also kind of want to unpack that. Is there... Shia LaBeouf, Andrew Garfield. I'm trying to think of... Are they like, of them Jewish? Does no. Does it have to be... Are they looking for like just a religious... <laughs> yeah, are they the looking for an side ethnic... Of it? That's my like question. Is like... Someone... Israeli? I don't think... <laughs> Vaguely that, racist, maybe, if it's ethnic. They yeah, don't think they can a, make... a weird casting call. They can't really make the character Mark Spector religious. Right. <laughs> exactly. They can't make him Jewish. So maybe yeah. they're just looking for the look. Yeah, maybe, which honestly. feels weird which that they strange. would phrase it that way. Because, like, yeah, the character's not also, who Jewish. who is a Jewish Zac Efron anyway? He's not going to renounce Judaism <laughs> yeah. to worship an Egyptian god. Yeah. Like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> So, anyway. I don't know. Just a little little tidbit. <sighs> well, got me thinking about Jewish Zac Efron. Though. Yeah. Oh, we'll, true. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> or not, because it's a weird sentiment. <laughs> um, guys, let's let's go on a journey. We come with me, please. Come with us. Come with me. Another Willy Wonka. Yeah, I, was gonna, I was actually going to sing Journey. I was, was going to sing Wheel in the Sky, but yeah, that also, works. Also We're, good. <laughs> Jason and I and, e, and Eli and I Willy separately in the sky. In the sky. Nice. Have. Yeah. No, I'm not going to follow that line. I was going to say we. <laughs> Keeps like, on churning the chocolate. chocolate. Right, right, right. That's right, right. good. I, yeah. See, I was going to try to conflate yeah. them. That's good. And the band is called Churney. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a chocolate a little bit in there as well. Of the ch, and churning and journey. Just chuck is chocolate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, I'm reaching. I think yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reach uh, back. Mine was already. <laughs> um, I would like to see a Jewish actor be Willy Wonka. Yeah, I'm looking time. for a Jewish Gene Wilder type. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do that from now on. Just add Jewish to. I want it to be directed by like a like a Jewish Mel Brooks. <laughs> Can we get like? Can we get like a more like a Jewish Mel Brooks? Type? Can we get more like a Los Angeles Mel Brooks, less New York? So I want to I want to dive in, and I was just thinking, when it comes to fan fictions, I constantly feel like you know what? There's nothing left. Like we have been doing this for almost fifty episodes, and I'm pretty sure we've 
we've taken everything we can from the internet as far as like the best. And then you find <clears throat> the goth and the gangsta mm. by oh. Death's One Mistress. I like where oh, this is going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, fanfic is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. We can't produce at a rate that they can. No. <laughs> Chapter one. I, you just gotta get. A, you just gotta I'm get sorry, but it. the word "beginning" is spelled wrong with one G <laughs> in the middle. Or no, sorry, one N in the middle. That would like, be begging. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It should be. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. So beginning. Yeah, beginning. Thank right. you. Yeah. Oof. I got you. Corneolia. Mm. I just don't... Is, it not, is it Cornelia? Nope. Corneolia. Oh, okay. Okay. Corneolia, I just don't understand why you don't want to go to a boarding school. Imagine how that might be yeah. spelled. Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> Leave me alone, Corneola. Change the spelling. Thought to herself <laughs> as she packed under force of not being able to take her best friend along. Her best friend was a voodoo doll named Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> He was green with funky red hair that stood out all over the place. As she packed everything from combat boots to black candles into her suitcase, <laughs> her mother kept ranting and raving on how it was going to make her a better person. The boarding school was for delinquents, and her mother thought she needed it. <laughs> so what if I'm goth? It doesn't mean I'm a delinquent, Corniella thought to herself. Corniella. Again, a third different spelling. <laughs> Could not get out of going, and she knew knew it. Beep, beep. The car was already he- here, like with your ear. Yeah. <laughs> she grabbed her bags, and since her tuition to the hellhole was paid off to the end of her high school year, she decided, why not, and flipped her mom the bird all the way into the car. She laughed an air-cutting a, laugh. A real bad girl. Oh, yeah. I like that. God. <clears throat> oh, of course. As she yeah. plugged in her iPod filled with heavy metal, she mm. saw people line up for her flight. <laughs> filled with heavy metal. <laughs> Sounds like, like it's a, just a heavy iPod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when she walked up to her flight, attend, she gave her a dirty look, like, why the heck does she get a vacation and I don't? She gave the same dirty look to her and walked on the plane. She sat down next to a young boy around the age of eight. His face diminished to a scared look as she sat next to him. She rolled her eyes and pulled out her laptop. She loged on her chat room and there he wasn't. Playa 137 was logged off. Oh boy, here it goes. Her relatively crepey mood went crepier. Not sure if it's a word or not. (laughs) She's editorializing. (laughs) Then her mood went at its worst when a gagsta boy came into her line of vision as he sat next to her. As her face went down, his went up. This is going to be a long flight. Yo, is this your little bro? Who, Who are you to ask? She could not trust anyone like this except play a 137. I'm Caleb, and you are? Corniella. And he's not my little brother. If he was, he would look more like me. Oh, well, that's cool. Is she, there a third person sitting there that we're supposed to have? Yeah. Understand? It's an okay. eight-year-old boy. Yeah. Eight-year-old, eight-year-old boy, boy and that's then right. the gag-gagster. Right. The gagster. Uh, I'm 
make a little prediction here. I bet the gags just play out one, mm. whatever. Oh, man. That would so be, like, be wild. Uh, she's like, oh, I can't look at this gag, so now. That'd, that'd be good storytelling. <laughs> we'll find she out. she wants him on the chat room. She saw that Caleb had blonde hair and strong arms. Her arms looked like sticks next to his. She closed her laptop and took out her Sharpie. Sweet, you like Sharpies too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. As he lifted up his sleeve, she saw all the gang and gangsta signs. She decided that she didn't care. She'd rather be talking to him than the brat next to her that had been sticking his tongue, sorry, his tounge out at her half the time in the air. She lifted up her sleeve too to show him her skulls, devils, and demons. Wow. John on Sharpie, by the way. Yeah. Cool, dude. Wow, you're a good drawer. Is he flirting with me? The flight ended and everyone was getting off. Just as she was undoing her seatbelt, he asked, so where are you headed? Some boarding school for rebels and criminals. Oh, O'Reilly? Me too. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. <laughs> well, I'll see you around, I hope. She could almost see the hope in his eyes that she would reply with, yeah, okay. So she did. ex that. This was going to be an interesting year. Dude, this is an interesting story. I want you to keep going. So we don't even get to find out. I, I guarantee he's player whatever. Dude, he's got to be player. Player, Jason. Yeah. Know your source material. There are five <laughs> chapters of this. I'm glad for you. Good death's one mistress. I think you have got something on your hands. You there. got you got guts. You got, <laughs> got something on your hands. You're there. good. Well, that that was based on a an anime called Witch. Okay. W, like W-I-T-C-H with right. well, like an acronym, right? right? So today is an episode that I'm fully in, invested in. I think we are f- fully invested in. This episode is going to be all about anime. Specifically, this episode is going anime. to be your guide to anime. Basically, whether you are, you know new to anime or you want to explore or if you've heard a little bit about it or seen something here or there um, but maybe you want to dive in more or maybe you love anime and you're listening to this episode to be validated or whatever um, we want to take you with us as we kind of explore what makes anime so great because that's a hard question what makes anime so great do you guys have an easy answer for that yes yeah like a one sentence i think tell me I think anime is within a realm, like, of its own where it can be taken, um, it can be taken seriously. It's not bound by the limits of, of maybe, um, like, live action would be. Mm. Like, um, it, it can go anywhere it wants to be. It can be anything it wants to be. Um, and it, that is accepted as it is. Does that make sense? Because it is animation. Right. You know, whereas live live action wouldn't be able to pull off that same thing, right. I think. So I think I, I, similar to that, the one word I boil anime's success down to, or its or its draw is escapism, mm. and it's the idea that these there are very unique worlds being created, most of them for adult audiences mm. who who won't get this anywhere else, right? And it's this it, it's it escapism in that it introduces totally new concepts or interactions or physics or ideas or ideals um, to whatever someone's current viewing habits are, right? Because Mm -hmm. there's nothing else like anime. 
And on top of that, it's probably done with like half the budget of a live action like show, for right. example. Right. And I mean, it's it's hard to even just kind of put anime down as something because of how vast it is. Yeah. Because it's almost like saying, like, what's the draw of live TV? Yeah, what makes a movie so good? Right, right. almost. It's, it's slightly more narrow. There are things to expect and stereotypes yeah. that you can apply that are generally right. true. Yeah. But anime offers everything from, like, a, a high school drama show to supernatural things to superheroes to samurais to space mm-hmm. to yeah the historical to futuristic right yeah. everything mm-hmm. yeah which which is interesting so i'll give just a quick little bit of of context here on what exactly anime is and and kind of how it's viewed in the world um anime makes up 60 percent of animated media viewing Right, so that includes animated movies, animated TV shows, everything. Sixty percent of what is animated that people are watching is anime. And when we say anime specifically, we're referring to, in this sense, a Japanese animated piece of media, specifically television, because anime can technically be film, right? Like Studio Ghibli, um, some of these newer things like Weathering with You, Your Name, that are kind of popular. Um, and that's technically anime, but the context that I think most people use it in is referring to Japanese animated television. Especially based on a manga. Right. Which is a book series, a comic book series, um, again, specific to or, or the sources from Japan. Right. And so a lot of animes that you will see or hear of, um, it's, it's from a comic. Exactly. Yeah. Th- and that's what's a, a really maybe unique part about anime that makes it so different from like other animation, uh, from like American animation or, or Western animation is that the relationship between written, like, and written and uh, drawn source material, comic books, manga is so much more massive. It's such a central part of their entertainment culture in in Asia and Japan specifically. Whereas us, it's a little bit of that. A lot of stuff now is based on stuff, but not nearly as much. People read, everybody reads manga in Japan. And I would say within animation, the closest thing you'll see to that, um, which is funny because in some circles, people would call this an anime, but it's with Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, they use a lot of sort of the anime tropes that you'll notice um, if if you know a thing or two about anime, as far as animation style or, or different kind of character reactions that happen. Um, and they, even then though, their source material for the show isn't comics, but they do have comics to supplement that are canonical. Yeah. Right. Right. And so even then, it's it's still not quite, we haven't, gotten that in the in the west no right which is crazy which is really cool um so here we go this is your guide to anime and the way that we're going to do beginning beginners layman's idiots guide yeah Yeah. i would say absolutely and even if you are a fan or an expert you'll love the ride we go on here as well today because it's another perspective um and and like keep in mind like especially me i like i for sure haven't seen half as many animes as a lot of you weebs out there. Right. So, 
like keep that in mind as well. I'm not like an expert, but I've seen a decent amount, you know. Yeah. So and part of I'm Jaren mentioned how much things. research we've done into this, and that's absolutely true. And I will say that's because we have such a weak foundation, right? Yeah. We we will always know more about Star Wars than we do about anime. So the need for research for us to be able to talk about Star Wars is so minimal. But with this, I mean, there's a lot of... And that goes back to the vastness of it as well. Yeah. There, there will be forever and always more anime than any person can consume. And so what we're hoping to do is, is refine and narrow some of it um, based on generally popular anime mm-hmm. that we can provide some opinions on yeah. Some glances at, yeah, and we're gonna help you sort through it all. Yeah, hopefully, it's it's a it's a refining process that will hopefully it's a first step. Yeah, into into anime fandom because right, watching one and liking it can give you a really good taste of what you like about exactly subsequent right, yeah. or a reminder of why it's so wonderful, and that's what this will be as well. So here's how it's gonna work. We've kind of boiled down five big overarching elements that make anime so lovely and so cool and unique. Um, And those aspects are action, humor, setting or kind of world, um, characters, and the story. And what we'll do is we'll give you an example of something that we think does that aspect really well and maybe something that you should avoid if you're looking for that aspect. Uh, I do want to clarify, <laughs> I don't want to alienate anyone, but we may not have the same opinions and that's fine. If one of the animes that I think is bad, you think is your favorite, you're right. That's, you're fine. And vice versa. So yeah. with that I mean, in mind. If you've listened to any other episode, you know how often we disagree. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the, the beauty of it's every fan Art. for himself, baby. You yeah, better. Yeah, hey. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> come with me. <laughs> and you'll uh, Enemy. in a world <laughs> of pure <laughs> animation. Gosh. Yeah, not wow. even rehearsed. Okay. Let's, just, let's end. Sorry, yeah. guys. That's your guide. <laughs> let's talk about action. Okay. Um, Jason, you touched on it kind of briefly, but action is so quintessential to anime. Um, With anime, the action that they're able to achieve is something that isn't able to be achieved with live action. And even with similar animated TV shows in, in the Western world, there's just a flavor and a really, really dramatic, vast, intense action kind of playground that anime series live in and let's speak to that eli give us a good example and maybe give us a bad example okay so i'm looking at this um like jaren touched on it if you are looking to watch an anime for action if that's one of your one of your driving motivators this is what i'm going to suggest and otherwise i'm going to say if action matters most to you, I wouldn't pick this one first, right? So, if action, and, and I will also touch on on this element, I watched a lot of first and second episodes. Because <laughs> I was trying to provide a breath. It's essentially like, I watched the first episode so you don't have to. <laughs> um, on the one hand, you might say, 
well, there's so much more to see within a series. There's so much more to know. Mm-hmm. And I grant you that. But on the other hand, if you're looking for something in an anime and you don't see it in the first episode, move on. That's fair. Right? Because a first impression is, is so huge. And especially if with, with the vastness of it, you, don't, you can't really afford to waste time. And so um, with that in mind, based on first impressions, and I will say I do have foundations in other animes that I've watched through, mm-hmm. um, but I'm trying to be as, as broad as I can. Mm-hmm. So based on first impression, if you're looking for action in an anime, my first recommendation is going to be Afro Samurai. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Interesting pick. And I, I'll, I'll say that because it feels very unique as far as the action goes. It's very stylized. And how, how it's drawn really affects kind of the movements of it and how things are going. Disclaimer, even on episode one, it, it is one of the more violent animes I've seen. And it is definitely the one with the worst language. <laughs> so uh, Samuel Jackson voices a character in it, which is awesome. And so is Ron Perlman. That's cool. cool. Yeah. So it's fun to see actors I recognize. Um, but I, I just thought it was very cool. Hmm. And the action is, is unique. It feels fluid and not at the same time. Um, I prefer generally sword action or melee action uh, to like robot action right. in yeah. a series. I like to see how it's animated and I like to see, you know, those kinds of interactions. And I'm going to mention this real quick um, because I'm assuming it's on none of our lists. If you do like robots, uh, Gundam has a really big universe. Legit. Yeah. It's got a big universe. Gundam's great. Yeah. And it's, it's not on any of our yeah. lists. Right. It's so. because it's kind of too big to take a bite out of. It's yeah. Neon Genesis does too. But it does, yeah. but we will talk right. about yeah. that. Um, so, Afro Samurai. And I'm assuming, based on a little little teaser that I got in the first episode, it's also going to end up being one of the more sexual ones. <laughs> so there is a lot to kind of take. And this is, if you're looking for action, you will find it in Afro Samurai. And it's excellent. Um, also, just a quick little addition, Samurai Champloo. Mm, yeah. Excellent Beautiful. action. Similar action. They, they actually have very similar feelings, those mm-hmm. two shows. Um, and I like them both a lot. Yeah. And, and that was... Each of them, I wanted more of them after watching early episodes. Samurai Champloo is is great. It's Samurai Champloo is done uh, by the same creator who created an amazing anime that we'll talk about called Cowboy Bebop, and it's kind of a different way to look at it. But Sham- Samurai Champloo marries like this kind of samurai era of swordsmen in action with hip hop. Yeah. And that's a really yeah, which it, Afro Samurai also does yeah more explicitly <laughs> yes yeah which is which is cool but it yeah. deserves your attention Come yeah on. Um, and I would say if you're looking for action and some of these are obvious right don't watch like I mentioned Prince of Tennis if you're looking for action like <laughs> yeah. it's, they're they're kind of the drama ones yeah. but then there's the ambiguity in some if you're looking for action uh, don't watch Sailor Moon hmm. cool moments. She's like a superhero. Right. There's cool things, but Fights just... bad guys. It's in the theme song, I think. If that's what your priority is, avoid something like that. Sure. Yeah. And I would even say avoid One Piece, Ooh. which is what I what I picked. Mm, um, interesting. Good things, but it, it's, it's not... When I picture action in an anime, that's not 
the thing I'm looking for the most. Mm. That's okay. He's laying it down, baby. Yeah. Jay, hit it. And I know people are going to disagree. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's a, it's it. about first impressions. I okay. want I want everyone. The second you hear something you don't like, I want our inbox to explode. <laughs> I want yeah. hate mail. We yeah. don't get enough. Well, I want hate mail. I mean, and like this is based on fights and stuff like that. Right. And so, I mean, I so I'll just say um if you're looking for action and fights, yeah. I kind of went down the route of most influential, mm. and I would I wrote down um, Dragon Ball Z and yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho, nice. um, just because they kind of paved a way um, for like anime fighting. I feel like you know Absolutely. like very yes. very influential. Both of those that came around out around the same like era, um, so I wrote those down for being extremely influential for fighting, mm. um, and then a personal favorite. Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, so great. Um, because I just grew up watching it, and it's it's a personal favorite, so that's why I put that in there. Um, and then kind of like Eli said, like if you're looking for action, um, stay away from like the more, I guess, drama-y ones, even though Rurouni Kenshin's not, like it is m- more like plot-driven. It does have a lot of fighting right. every episode, you know? But there are others like Death Note, for example, mm. um, does not have any fights. So if you're looking for somebody to like have cool sword fights, it's not what you're looking for. It does. That, it does have a quite a bit, quite a bit of violence, though. Well, right? but like for other reasons, it yeah. does. Not yeah. not because they're fighting. Gotcha. So. I think I'm really just want to say I'm I'm sure One Piece has a lot of action. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Does. Cool yes. sword fights absolutely. and stuff. It, it does. Hmm. Well, you know, I'm going to speak to that in just a second. I'll speak to it right now. So for me, anime action, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things we touched on. But for me, it's all about taking it to the next level of kind of raising our level of belief of what action could be, dexterity, strength, power, raising it to the nth degree, and ultimately satisfaction. You want to talk about like really cool satisfaction? Yeah. Oh, that's 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 anime fighting at its best. And for me, I found the most satisfying action in My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. My Hero Academia is great plot. It's a newer anime, but it's the story of basically a world in where superheroes, like 70, 80% of the population 80. has 80% of the population has um, superpowers and they're they vary from all things, but um, you know, there's schools in which these superheroes go to train, um, and specifically it follows this group, this class of really cool and unique powers. I mean, the superhero genre has been done like a billion times, and this one somehow feels really original. And this achieves a level of action where it doesn't waste a lot of time. When the hits land, you're, it's, it's so earned. They've earned it. It does not get away with just rambling on. It no, it, and if there's any dialogue between action, it's strategic, it's setting it up, it's making it more palpable, but it doesn't go on and on and on, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the, the hits landed, the villains vanquished, it's, it's beautiful, it's great. On the other hand, sorry to ruffle some feathers, I think Naruto, for me, is a frustrating action franchise. Mm. I think Naruto has maybe some of the some of the most cool fight scenes, but for me, it is what plagues anime, and that is dialogue-focused action scenes and fights. So what you get is you get a fight that takes place over ten episodes, and seven to eight of those episodes are dialogue and setup 
and monologuing and back and forth before the and when you boil it down to actual fight scenes you get something great but the fact that you have to suffer through <laughs> so much expository dialogue is what makes something like DBZ Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z or Naruto weak at, at times and for me I think if you want punchy good action maybe don't go to Naruto you should go to right. Naruto for other reasons but right. maybe if you're looking just for a good action mm-hmm. thing look elsewhere before Naruto I like what you said about satisfaction and remember we're looking at each of these categories with blinders on right mm-hmm. yeah. and so something that is a don't watch for this is absolutely going to end up being a watch for this yeah in other instances right totally um, and so Talking about satisfaction, I think that is more to it when I'm watching Afro Samurai and Samurai Champloo. It's it's a moment where I go, oh yeah, like cool. oh sick, yeah. And I can go mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. dope. Yeah, I, I like that they thought of that. Yeah. I like that they animated that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my benchmark, and yeah. so I know like One Piece has fight scenes, but it has a lot of expository dialogue where it's like that moment of arriving at cool is like, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Rather that's, than that's one of anime's anywhere. downfalls. Uh-huh. I guess if I'm stereotyping, it's it's the build up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's talk about humor. Humor in anime is so weird, and it is so distinct, and <laughs> it's not going to make you laugh in the same way as like <laughs> you know, obviously like an office or whatever. But it's not. I don't think it's going to make you laugh in the same way that you'd laugh at like an adventure time or a regular show, it's really gonna be its own beast of humor. But it's one of those things when I look at a funny anime and I I just know it's funny. It's not like, oh, that was clever. I'm like, you know, it just kind of comes out because it's funny and it's weird. Um, Jay, what did you think? It was a good example of humor. Um, I mean, like when it comes to like funny animes, I haven't really, I don't have a ton of experience with those because I've mostly watched like dramas and actions. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of funny moments within animes, I'd say. Um, I mean, but when it comes down to pure just funny, mm-hmm. One Punch Man is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I think also uh, Mob Psycho, I think it was made by the same guys who did One Punch Man. Mm. is also like a pretty well-known comedy one. Or, um, but yeah, I'd just probably have to stick with One Punch Man because yeah. that's probably the one I know the best. You know, to be absolutely hilarious. You know? Yeah. Laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Like genuinely, surprisingly funny to, to an American audience. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And, and like when it comes to ones that I didn't find funny, <laughs> um, it's not, this one's not a, a comedy one, but mm. in the moments that it was supposed to be funny, I wasn't laughing. Yeah. And it's probably Blue Exorcist. And I, I mean, I could probably give a, review on Blue Exorcist later, but, like, it, it just kind of seemed sometimes a little corny right. to what's, me. And what's like, the premise of Blue Exorcist for everyone? Um, okay. So the main kid is basically the son of Satan. <laughs> um, he was born to a, a human mother and Satan. Um, so he has demonic powers. Um, in this world, exorcists are, like, these super radical demon fighters. <laughs> and, and, but, like, they, they're Catholic priests, but they're, like, <laughs> really tight demon fighters, too, Sick. also. Um, and so that's kind of the world that it, it builds in. 
um, which is kind of cool. It's like it's it's pretty brutal. It's got some cool action and like moments and stuff like that. Right. But like there are a lot of moments that I found kind of corny. Um, but I don't know. I like I like it. Right. Just <laughs> maybe not to laugh at. No, right. you're not gonna laugh at it because yeah. it's, it's so deadly serious a yeah. lot of the time yeah. because of its theming. Mm. That yeah, it's not it's not like a comedy. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. For me, I there's a obviously One Punch Man is it. One Punch Man. If you want to laugh, watch One Punch Man. But if you are maybe more like me in that you like really weird, like fever dreamy, weird, psycho, madcap journeys that that don't waste time explaining details. They just go and you're like, oh, this is weird and great. Then watch Fooly Cooly. Fooly Cooly, spelled F-L-C-L, came out in like the early 2000s. It has six episodes. You can watch it in a day. it, it gained seasons later, but that wasn't until literally two years ago when they realized, oh, my gosh, people love this, <laughs> right? Um, but it, it is so odd and nonsensical, and it jumps from it, – it changes animation styles regularly, and it breaks forth walls, and the characters don't make logical decisions, and, like, the motifs that keep happening – are the stupidest things that will actually make you laugh out loud. Like the mo- a motif that happens is the main 12-year-old character is perpetually getting hit in the head by a bass guitar, like at every instance he can. And as soon as there's a bass guitar in the screen, he just he's just kind of like, uh-oh. And like he knows he's dead or he's going to get hit by a scooter and his head is constantly being <laughs> just smacked. And I, I laughed out loud so much. But the closest thing that I could compare it to is Scott Pilgrim. Mm. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, that kind of fast, crazy, go on a journey that you're just in this world that is so singular. Right. And it's amazing. Scott Pilgrim, which was kind of a manga. It it absolutely (laughs) is. It absolutely is, right? And so if you like that, watch Fooly Cooly. It's become one of my favorites. It is so weird Mm. and so special. Yeah. And if you don't, well, here's what I'll say. A television, an anime series that I think tries to be funny, but for me just falls flat, is called Kill La Kill. Kill La Kill is, it, it tries to be funny in its premise in that, like, clothes. They, it's, it's a private academy, and, you know, they have these kind of, this hierarchy of power where clothing imbues power. And, of course, with that, there's going to be, my issue is over, over-sexualization, trying to take a funny concept like clothes being powerful and just taking it in the stupidest direction the jokes are jokes only people in certain cities in japan would get right so it's made for a clear audience and it's it's it tries to be self-aware i feel like it just falls flat because it has good potential and it just misuses it and it's boring and it's Mm. pandering and sexist and lame (laughs) and maybe like kill out kill and maybe it's it has cool action but it's not funny Mm -hmm. Eli. Um, I'm going to say One Punch Man again. You got it. Uh, and I will add the the qualifier that One Punch Man gets funnier the more anime you know. Yeah. Because it plays on stereotypes within anime. So if you don't know anime, it's still going to be funny, but it gets infinitely funnier if you have a few under your belt. Give, and some, that's, give some examples of think, what you should watch. I think what you need to watch or have an awareness of um, Dragon Ball Z, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Attack on Titan, 
for for like two moments that just become that much better with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, My Hero Academia. Even though absolutely. it's newer, I think it I think it kind of gives an element, especially looking at superheroes like and how One and Punch Man like does it funny. Because mm-hmm. um, it's also about superheroes. I would do that. Yeah, yeah. and so just watch a few because it, it's it's a parody. It is. Right? That's what One it's Punch Man is. It's, it's yeah. the idea of the, the infinitely powerful protagonist who's, who's literally infinitely powerful. Yeah. And, and it's really, really funny. And I'm wondering if our experiences are, are tweaked or affected. Maybe we should have done this as a little disclaimer, whether we watch sub or dub. And that means subtitles or dubbed in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I watched... I watch some one way and others another way. Yeah. And so I've got yeah. a really good mix. I'm watching, you know, My Hero Academia in English, but Hunter x Hunter in Japanese. Mm-hmm. One Punch Man was in English. Dragon Ball Z was in English because I watched it on Toonami when I was little. Yeah. yeah. Right? But Sword Art Online and Full Metal Alchemist are Japanese. So I, I'm wondering how much it affects my opinion of one thing or another yeah and so consider that too when you're when you're trying to watch an anime i would have ones that i would recommend watching one way or another hmm. um yeah I, t- to that no i i really think there's no shame either way like maybe more <laughs> like experienced or like diehard anime fans or like you 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 know the subtitled version is you know completely better and it's a it's it's in its more pure form but i watch the majority of mine in dubbed because i'm an american i think i think <laughs> a lot of okay. people i think a lot of like even anime fans would, would say like maybe it depends on what it is yeah like, like what i'm saying for sure yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of people would say that i mean i can't say for sure but yeah. i know from my experience like kind of like eli's example is like with Dragon Ball Z, I grew up with it dubbed, yeah. and I don't think I'm ever going to change that. No, I can't stand it in Japanese. Goku's yeah. voice in Japanese is the most <laughs> offensive thing to my to yeah. my ears, and that's just because I mean we've we've only we only knew English for so long. Yeah. Um. So that's One Punch Man is the funniest anime I've seen. Period. Yeah. Um. But for someone starting who's going to watch anime, I would say funny ones to watch that these both caught me off guard actually. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, oh. really funny. Yeah, really funny right off the bat. Yeah, and I'm talking yeah. about within the first episode. It's goofier than you think. It is, but I think I think it's as popular as it is because it nails a lot of Check different marks. things. It totally yeah, does. It does. I didn't mention it. It has really good action. Mm. Um, so that definitely is really funny yeah also bleach surprised me with how funny it was really yeah so bleach was one i i that was kind of peripheral to any of my viewing it felt like it was more of a commitment it felt like more serious anime fans when i was younger it's like oh they watch bleach Mm -hmm. and i thought since i'd heard of it so much i ought to give it a shot and i was really surprised at how funny it was Mm -hmm. shocked and like not just surprisingly funny but actually funny and so i would put that on the list if you're looking for humor as well as like a good classic anime, um, like the one that's on a lot of top lists and that people really like and have liked for a long time. It's an older anime. Yeah. Uh, check out Bleach for check sure. Check out Bleach, but prepare to check out uh, five hundred over five hundred episodes right. of content. Yeah, it's a, it, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the thing too. There, it's funny how varied 
anime art. It's like, oh, there's one season this, watch it in a day. Yeah. Versus this is going to take you four years. <laughs> um, as far as not funny <laughs> or not to look for if you're looking for funny. Not necessarily supposed to be funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is actually, I, I think, I didn't find this funny. Yeah. No, I think it was supposed to be. Seven Deadly Sins. Oh. Which is a Netflix original that I had seen a lot. Mm. And you see, and and casual viewers will recognize this because they have Netflix and Netflix promoted it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I should give it a shot. Right. And I wasn't impressed. Mm-hmm. In the first episode, my, my first benchmark regardless of category was do I want to watch the second episode do I want to know more Mm -hmm. and I just did not with this I just wasn't interested in what they offered beyond the first episode and I thought I thought the attempts at humor were flat I thought it it was it did the weird kind of too sexy Mm. boob focus at (laughs) at two points or three points and I mean some people like that in anime but it's just so tired to me yeah that I, I just don't want to bother. And so, I mean, and that was, those were two of the attempts at humor were boob focused. And so I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. I just don't yeah. want to You're not 13 explore anymore. this further. No. <laughs> You're 14. I'm not going to say I liked it when I was 13 <laughs> yeah. either. Um, let's talk about characters. Okay. Um, characters can make or break a show because if you're if you're not invested in the characters their personality their arc whatever you know even a, a well-written story or great action is really hard to enjoy if the if you don't care about the characters or you dislike the characters um for me the 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 pinnacle of amazing, cool, dynamic, original characters is Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho, because it's so vast, and yet in its vastness, right, so many characters, they're in a, it's, it's the story of this 14-year-old kid who dies, doesn't go to heaven, can't go to hell, so he basically gets made a detective of demons, find demons that escape to earth, bring them back to hell, pretty much. And that's the Grim Reaper who's like this attractive, congenial <laughs> lady. Um, who's like, okay, um, do this for us and we'll kind of imbue you with some power, some spirit power here. And aside from the, the really original characters and demons and monsters and villains that he fights, uh, his kind of core group of, of friends and his team is really original from one of his, his early rivals to became his like, best friend was literally just this kid who had like was spiritually sensitive that's literally how he describes himself he's like i just i can feel a ghost and that em- empowers him <laughs> to be a good warrior and then you and it's cool because almost all of his villains become his cohorts which is so cool and i i don't think i've ever seen a villain done better than a yu yu haka show mm-hmm. as far as raising the stakes and being like this is not possible for him to, to beat this main villain and even I, I won't spoil it but even the, the villain's arc is like whoa how did they get from a to b yeah. and i care so much so the, the characters arcs are done not only over one season but over four seasons well each arc feels like it adds something to their dynamic capacity so great characters go to yu yu Hakusho. it's just some of the best that have ever been created um Characters that really let me down and I feel like <laughs> really were just cheap um, is an anime called Fairy Tale. 
Oh, yeah. Spelled T A I L. It's supposed to be really funny, actually, too. I yeah, I haven't watched it. But and I, I, I watched, really I watched funny. a bit of it, and it actually was pretty clever and it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but for me, it it kind of hit all the pitfalls of bad anime characters, in that it kind of retcons itself as it's going. It's like some characters like magic can't beat me, and then that's the thing that kills them. The, and I feel like the characters are never in any real danger. They're like the power of friendship, and then they're somehow like in one move able to knock them out. And characters that should stay dead keep coming back. Mm-hmm. So there's never any real stakes I- involved. And the characters, sorry, kind of feel like a ripoff of One Punch, or sorry, uh, One Piece. Oh, okay. And this, while the setting is kind of cool, you know, it's wizards and gil- guilds. It's just really overdone, yeah. and it doesn't feel like there's any kind of character development that we could care about. It's boring and it feels like it was written for, like I'm not even talking like the sexy aspect that we just (laughs) talked about, but like the characters' personalities just feel like they were written for kids and I think they were, Mm. but disappointed. Mm. Uh, Eli. Um, My main character recommendation is gonna be Dragon Ball Z Mm. because they are so distinct, they're so consistent, they're so recognizable without being absurd. Um, it's a big database. Yeah. For, for, of characters. It is. It definitely is. Um, and part of this goes back to childhood of watching it and being able to pick favorites and having it feel as distinct as it does. What I love about Dragon Ball Z is that there isn't really visual overload. Things are very simple. Their costumes are simple. Yeah. The buildings are simple. Even though it's different and mm-hmm. new, and the forms they get, you know, evolve and are weird. Um, the aliens are simple. And I really, really appreciate that because it's recognizable, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like, who's that? Who's that? Who is that weird outfit? Who's thing? that green guy? Who is that? <laughs> you know, it's very, very simple. And it's vast enough to, to like mm-hmm. as many as you want to like or, or have different reasons to. And Characters have really strong motivations as well. Absolutely. It's clear. Very absolutely. clear. And we, we haven't talked about... Well, I'll, we'll, I'll get to a different thing later. Um, but I would say characters in Dragon Ball Z are are great because you can pick them and like them and they each have kind of their moment and things to like yeah. about them. And it's not even based on strength necessarily. No. One of my favorite characters is, is kind of one of the consistently weaker ones in Krillin. Yeah. I love oh, Krillin. Yeah. You know, um, uh, we all share the same favorite character, which is funny. It's Trunks. It's Trunks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Time traveling swordsman, Super Saiyan. Yeah. He's, he's way too cool. He way every leather single one jacket, of my boxes. <laughs> purple, <laughs> bowl yeah. cut hair. Yeah. Uh, his dad is the most intense character in the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would say Dragon Ball Z does it well. Uh, secondarily, Hunter x Hunter yeah. does characters really well. Mm-hmm. It was funny. As I was getting into my research, I had my foundation of, of animes I had watched most of or had a good grasp of, right? And then I was saying, okay, my my research is going to be moving into new things. And Hunter x Hunter was the very first one I started researching, thinking I'm going to watch one or two episodes. And I got to like episode six or seven because it sucked me right in. Sweet. And I loved it. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, I can't do this with every anime. And I wonder if it's going to continue to be like this. But... I loved it, and I'm gonna. That's the first one I'm gonna go back to after this episode. Is yeah. Hunter x Hunter. I loved it, and I love the characters. They're likable. It's got a good humor element, and I was shocked at. I, I think it, a lot of anime series 
have a hard time with exposition in that it takes so unbelievably long to get anywhere mm-hmm. and you're waiting for the thing that was hinted at in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Hunter x Hunter hinted at a thing and I'm six episodes in and it feels like we're nowhere close to that thing and I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. Cool. Because they, get, they get made up for it in so many other ways. Yeah, it but totally does. You want this, this speaks to the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho because the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho created mm-hmm. Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Speaks so, to his ability to create great characters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. Um, for something to avoid if you're looking for characters... Um, I'm going to say avoid Inuyasha. Hmm. I just, I just didn't really buy it. Yeah. I didn't really get into it. The main girl didn't. The school girl. nothing compelling. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem with the first episode. I know part of the idea of a series is growing to love a character and finding out more about them. But we grew up with this. We grew up with Inuyasha. Right. Right. Um, But even then, it's it's, as I'm coming back in as a refresher, I wasn't compelled. I didn't really want to know more about any of them after the first episode and a bit. (laughs) And so I I think that's the thing. If you're looking for character driven, I don't see it in that. Gotcha. Even though I'm sure I could watch five more episodes sure. and, and love them. Find it, find, yeah, and love them for maybe another reason. Right. Jay. Um, okay. So this one, um, it, it probably shows exactly like what my favorites like animes are mm-hmm. um, that I've come across. So good characters, first off, um, is Death Note because mm. it has every character is good. Every character is, is deep and, and interesting and is and totally flushed out. Every single time any character interacts with one another, it is interesting, and I care. And, yeah, like, there's and, consequences. And every single time, it's like it switches from character to character. Their stories, I'm like excited, like okay, where's this gonna go? It doesn't matter, and like because sometimes you'll watch like a movie or a TV show, and it'll switch to like a plot that you just don't care about, <laughs> and it's like just let's just get back to. It like the sequel Star Wars. I hate to go back to Star Wars again, yeah. but it's like every time it wasn't on Ray, I just didn't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but like with with Death Note, for example, like I consist consistently love every character with L, Light, Ryuk, all of them. Mm. They're all so interesting. Uh, mm. L is probably one of the best characters of any anime mm. um, that I've seen. Anyway, I'm not going to speak for everybody. Mm. Um, and then finally. Um, just one that I really enjoy is Tokyo Ghoul, which uh, I think is just super cool and actually just right up my alley, honestly. It's, it's exactly my style. Why is that? Speak to that a little bit, Jay. It's just It's just got that, that dark <laughs> kind of tone to it, but it's it's so fun and, and, and interesting at the same time. It's yeah. got like... It, it's got a little bit of everything, in my opinion. So it's got yeah. like you know drama, action, um, you know compelling characters. I I've really I was hooked from the very second. Sweet. Like it started. So, um, yeah, and, and I'll probably talk about both those Death Note and Tokyo Ghoul a lot more in this episode. Sweet. So what, stay what, tuned. What oh, didn't you like? Bad. Um, if you've seen Godzilla Planet of Monsters, it's oh. on Netflix. There's actually three of them now. Um, it's just the characters just are very poorly developed right. and you don't care about them. Planet of Monsters is kind of hard to get through. I watched the first one and it was almost begrud- begrudgingly because I love Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. You know? That makes sense. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. Gotcha. 
Um, let's talk about setting and like the world or universe or kind of backstory of where everything or a series takes place. Because that, I think, is a reason that endears people to want to be like mega fans. To be like, this is the th- place I would want to live. This is, you know, this is what takes the story to this place that's never, you know, that's where the real imagination, I think, happens. Mm-hmm. The imaginative aspect of anime starts. Yeah. What did you like, Eli? Um, one of my one of my first impressions w- with this question, I mean, and it's tough because of how it it sort of defines an anime. Totally right, because wh- however compelling characters are, it's compelling against the backdrop of the world yeah. they reside in or the rules they have to abide by. Yeah, um, I think so, a lot of people will will choose an anime m- almost like primarily on this reason alone. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think what got me interested in this anime in the very first place was the world and that sword art online. Mm. Um, oh, cool. And that it's it's basically people come into an immersive video game, absolutely immersive, beyond VR, and are trapped in it until they can beat the final boss. And I... And it's, it pays a lot of service to video games and gamers and what they understand. And I love how unique or how thoughtful that creation of the world is and the elements within it that are still very strictly video game but also become these people's actual life. Um, I, I thought it was really well done and really well executed. Um, I, I want to touch really quickly on these now because I don't see them coming up but I do see them needing to be meant no I'll save it for an honorable mention because I can I can sort of summarize later on with those um but Sword Art Online I think creates an awesome world and I also would say Full Metal Alchemist and I'm going to keep saying Brotherhood because I've yeah there's the distinction that's probably uh, the recommendation I've heard is to watch Brotherhood and skip regular Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood's probably the biggest like as in Everybody will tell you to watch Brotherhood. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. So, so the the diff the key difference between Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood is Full Metal Alchemist was the first one, and it took a lot of more creative liberties as far as kind of straying from the the original source material, the manga. And Brotherhood was kind of like a second crack at it, saying let's be a little more, you know, um, true to the source material, and and let's kind of use what's already so great about this series and yeah. it paid off in strides Mm -hmm. and so that that world they've created i think is excellent and it's fun to think about those things and when i when i imagine myself in that or what i'd like to do or or pick or how i would like to special you know yeah which is is a really big benchmark for Uh me which i did similarly with sword art online cool um and i would also touch attack on titan builds a really cool world so great and and a really interesting element there yeah um a, a, a bad example of world building or rule following is Sword Art Online. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I watched the first season. This was this was a more in-depth. This is before we were doing this episode. I have wanted to watch it forever, and so I watched through the first season. Um, as much as I liked the video game elements, as much as I liked what they were doing, for me, who values logic in a story almost above anything else, there were things they set up that they broke the very next episode without explanation. <laughs> My, the okay. most annoying, to, well, one of the most annoying, there really were a lot, you guys. <laughs> uh, one of the most annoying to me was at 
in the first episode, one of the guys gets kicked between his legs, and oh. he's like, oh, overreacting and stuff. And then the main character's like, you don't feel pain. You're just you're just overreacting to that. And it's like, okay, sick. Yeah, video game, you don't feel pain. It makes sense. <laughs> Literally every other episode after that with people nerve. reacting to their injuries. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, there's the mental element of it, but it's like the struggle and, and like, people who are, who are dying in the video game, like, <laughs> remember <laughs> me. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, maybe your brain's failing or something because you're tied to the video game. But like when I say "ow" when you kill my Pikachu, absolutely, yeah. Smash, Smash. absolutely. Yeah. That's it's, what it is, Eli. And so I, that was just so frustrating to see. Like, okay, you kind of left that element behind, and and it happens a lot. It happens a frustrating amount where you have to be like, all right, I'm just gonna take this for what it is yeah. and like it for what it just is. Just enjoy it. Yeah. So I couldn't even. I can't recommend the world for its goodness without acknowledging. The it's obvious pitfalls. flaws. Yeah. yeah, Jason, take us take us where you went. Um, so with world building, um, I kind of took a page from Eli's book where he said like um, being immersed inside of that world and like maybe almost wanting to be a part of it yeah. in, in in a way. So that's why I said Avatar, The Last Airbender, hmm. and I, I mean like I didn't know if anybody was going to mention these because I. I've, kind of felt like most of us would kind of divert from the things we've talked about in a million episodes before right. this. And, and right. it's kind of a, you know, it, it teeters it's, on it's, the edge of being anime and not and anime. And just like an right. American cartoon. You yeah, know, right. I get that. And and so I almost didn't put it, but like, it's just the world is important to me. Right. So sure. I, I put it. Absolutely. Um, but I, I wrote a couple of others down as well. Um, I wrote down ca- the Castlevania anime Ooh. just because I'm a, a huge Castlevania video game fan. Um, I think the world is just really cool to yeah. be in, like, that old, like, medieval kind of a, you know, thing. Mm. Um, also, I nobody's said any Miyazaki, so I said uh, Spirited Away if we are allowing movies sure. and not just right. TV shows. Right. I, 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 it was conscious to stay away from them for me. Yeah. But I was going to touch on it. Yeah. No, if, if we're going with movies, I'd probably put Spirited Away in there. Right. Um, right. But as far as bad goes... And what I mean by this is if you are looking for a unique world, a different world other than the one you currently live in, (laughs) this is not it. However, it is a phenomenal anime. Many would put it at at a top ten. It's called Hajime no Ippo. Okay. It's it's about boxing. Oh, yeah. It's the boxing anime. Um, Yeah, like I said, a lot of people would put it like top ten, right? Yeah. However, it is about boxing. It is... It's Raging Bull, baby. Very much in this world, so don't go expecting superpowers. Yeah. Right. So It's very that, grounded. Yeah. And that, that's why I put that as... Cool. Yeah. Good point. Um, for me, it's something that we've touched on, and I am... I, this, was, this was one that I was sucked in, like, from the moment go. Like, I was, like, immersed. I was shocked at how good the, just the, the setup was, and that's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, it, it, it's so succinct, but yet, like, it, it creates this world that, one, I don't think has really been explored in any other animes where, it, you know, because you, you have magic and you have fantasy, but this, the setting is like this 1900s, almost like European, Austrian, Hungarian type of vibe, World War One. but then you have these crazy sci-fi kind of elements with weaponry, but then even beyond that, you have this fantasy element that does fantasy different and that it does it through a very logical laid out set of rules that is alchemy which is the law of um oh geez i can't remember the law basically saying 
to make something, you have to sacrifice something, right? You know, there's a price to pay for everything that you do. If you create a metal arm, you got to get that metal from somewhere. If you're going to create something living, something living has to die. Um, That's so cool. But beyond that, the world that they created lends itself to elements of horror, action, um, psychological drama, all these aspects. I just, even in the first season, I was like shocked at how dark it got and at how cool the characters became and and as they were able to be explored and flushed out uh so the world for me is like this was the most impressive world and it was actually your brother i i was kind of just gonna dip my toe in a little bit but i texted your brother who i know eli's brother who's a massive fan and he you know he sent me all these reasons and i dived in dove in and it's like immediately one of my favorites it's a spectacular thing um one for me that didn't do it is the trigun trigun while it has great characters and a good story, it literally just feels like copy and paste Western, right? There's saloons and cowboys and gunslingers, and it feels just like, all right, let's just take that and slap it on these characters. Dude, I'm all about that, man. With, see, and I, I am, I, like, the concept of good Western is cool, but this just feels like low-hanging fruit for a Western world, and I'm like, you can do better. Okay. It just feels kind of, like, too easy. And it, it didn't bring anything new into my periphery. But, I mean, uh, I know there's people listening that are great fans. And it, it has great characters and good arc. I just didn't like the world that we were living in. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, let's talk about story, which for me cool. is the most important aspect, right? Um, it's, I mean, with storytelling, it's everything. So, Jason, what is great storytelling for anime. The best storytelling of the anime um, that I have seen mm-hmm. is Death Note for sure. Wow. In my opinion. Death Note is compelling from the first episode to the last episode. Mm-hmm. It builds upon each other. Um, it is, you know, always interesting. Um, just its its message about power and 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 just becoming, you know, just like people evolving um, maybe into something they don't want to be, you know, it, it's, it's consistently interesting. I mean, even from the first episode, um, I, I'm, let me try to remember the line, but it, uh, Light basically talks about how he's killing off all of the evil people in the world, you know, with the Death Note. Um, and Ryuk says something like, well, that means you're the only bad person left in the world because mm-hmm. you're the one killing all these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, cool. and, but it's like it's consistently like interesting plot that really sends a message, mm-hmm. you know. And and I think yeah, Death Note is just phenomenal. Hmm. Um, and bad, I'll give it to Pokemon. <laughs> um, but I, you know, Pokemon's great. Yeah. But I, I mean, I haven't watched it, you know, since I was young. Mm-hmm. But I didn't need to watch it sequentially. No. I just turned it on and watched whatever episode was on. It's very formulaic, right. and it just. It does the same yeah. thing over and over again. That's great. It's a kid's show. Yeah, yeah. But it is. And and so you're not watching it for the story. I didn't watch mm-hmm. it as a, for the story, no. and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's if you want a good story, that's not where you're looking. Right. No. Eli, what's the story? Uh, when I'm looking at story, I'm looking for an arc. I'm looking for a beginning and an end. I'm looking for a clear end in sight. Um, and I just I just want to know that most episodes are contributing to it. 
Um, and so with that in mind, I think length is more important than uh, pointing to a specific element of content because mm-hmm. if there's only one season of an anime, you know that there's going to be some sort of progression. Yeah. You know that... Resolution. You're ending up towards something, right. And so for that, I'm picking Castlevania. Oh. Because it's like, okay, in the very first episode, we have the clear problem outlined. We have an interesting kind of swap where the the antagonist, mm-hmm. we sympathize with them. And yeah. the problem causer, we get why he's doing what he's doing and and why people might need to step in. I just feel like it sets it up so well. The whole thing with Dracula's wife. Yeah. And like, yeah. Absolutely. You and so it. you know that stuff's going to go down and going to happen and something's going to be resolved by the end. And I don't mean it's predictable. I just mean you, you can watch each episode knowing you're getting towards something. Because yeah. it's a feeling of progression, which I think is very important mm-hmm. if you're looking at story. Yeah. So, conversely, if if we're saying what's bad or what not to go f- for for a story, I'm saying across the board, any anime with over a hundred episodes, <laughs> you literally, I'm, and there are arcs within, right? Mm-hmm. There are things that can happen or don't. Okay. But oh my, that's it gets so tiresome. You can't watch Dragon Ball Z, for instance looking for story because you're spending three episodes on a transformation. Yeah. Right? Goku spends a whole episode yelling before he becomes a Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's it's these elements, and I say Dragon Ball Z, but, oh, I, Naruto, other anime are more guilty than that. Naruto, Bleach. Yeah. Naruto One Piece, legit has, One like, piece. there are web pages dedicated to which episodes you should skip. Should skip truly. Yeah. Which is the testament to yeah. its... Right. And there's Excess. even, like, different Naruto series. Like, One Piece is is literally one piece yeah. of 500 plus From episodes. From the 90s. Or whatever it Still is. Still going. Right? It's insane. Yeah. And so you, you, you literally can't watch for a story. And it's, even within Dragon Ball Z, like, I'll point to, I'll say, like, the Frieza saga, the Cell saga, the yeah. Boo saga. Cool. Yeah. There are arcs within yeah. that, yeah, absolutely. But as far as if you're looking for a story... It's mm. not going to be found in anything with the vastness no. of of these yeah. series. And you can look you can look to those series, DBZ, One Punch, or um, One One Piece, Peace. and and Naruto for for an amazing world. Absolutely, and oh, great characters, good world, right? good action, and, and so many of them yeah. characters, and so many of them, but, and humor in a lot of them. Yeah, and 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 I I wanted to mention this earlier. Like, I mean, I have like a whole list of anime that I want to watch because I've heard great things about the specific categories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, like I mean, I, I I didn't mention this, but as far as world building goes, like I've heard that Ghost in the Shell has great world, for it's example. Great. It's great. You know, and and like so, there's a lot of different um, areas that I really want to check out for mm-hmm. specifically world or action or story. Right. Yeah. You know, just because I've heard great things. And that's totally. the thing. Going into it, if you know what to expect going into it, you you can be disappointed yeah. or not, or you won't be because, like, don't don't get into Naruto with the end in mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, because okay. you've got two other series it's to get futile. through. futile. Series yeah. to get through. Nice. Um, for me, this is a no-brainer. This is my favorite anime, and it's one of my favorite television shows of all time, that's Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, I mean, to, to speak to Eli's point, it's it's one season, it's 25, 26 episodes. Um, it, it, it's, it's 
what I think anime should do in that it'll take you on a journey and you, you go on this this arc and it's big enough in the season that you can go to all these different places, explore all these different characters, go on all these fun adventures, experiences, meet new people, have great action, but it's still working to something, right? So you can still get lost in it, but you know that the characters' backstories are constantly at their heel. You know, they're constantly coming up mm-hmm. and they constantly intertwining. You're reminded what this character's motivation is and how that is going to play out. And it has one of the most amazing and heartbreaking and cool resolutions um, that you wish it was more seasons, but you know that it's best because it is its singular thing. And it never feels cheap or silly or stupid, or too sexy. It feels it knows right what it's doing. Every yeah. every frame feels and and line feels, you know, like it's meant to be there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I can't recommend Cowboy Bebop enough. I mean, it's it, it hits every marker for me, but it's meant to be my favorite. No, and it's and for stories I've, especially. And I've actually heard that it's super influential as well. Yeah, like a lot of different stories. And, like, artists and directors have come. I think Ryan Johnson even said, like, it was a big inspiration for him. And, like, yes. a lot of, like, big, big people have been like, no, Cowboy Bebop's very influential for the yeah. way I do things. Yeah. it's. So, I mean, and like I said earlier, art is subjective. But yeah. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop finds its way to the top of a lot of best anime of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Lists. Deservedly so. Um, and I'm going to break some hearts here. <laughs> Uh, especially in this room, when I say that Death Note is, in my opinion, a bad example of of story. That's Uh-oh. weird. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. There's a lot of things that frustrate me about Death Note. I think Death Note's premise is ingenious. I think it is so cool. I think the, the idea that you have this simple notebook that has been gifted by this god of death that has this really singular, clear power and capacity. And it's been given to an individual who has, you know, clear motivations to use it. But I feel like it absolutely wastes its potential for so many reasons. I feel that Light is a really cool character, but... And I know that he's supposed to, he's like an anti-hero, kind of a villain. And by the end, you hate, you know, you don't hate him. But at the end, you know, he's clearly the bad guy. But the justification of killing tens of thousands of people becomes so blasé. It becomes just so passive that at a, a certain point, I'm like, what are the stakes here? What, what, what's, really, what's really going on here? You know, and the motivations feel so shallow and and just at a certain point in the series it it becomes the writers are just giving the characters clear obstacles like eat like easy obstacles to clear rather than like oh this is this insurmountable thing this task it's like no we're going to set them up so that they will succeed or so that they will be this thing and a lot of people the end is very very divisive i know a lot of people dislike the end of death note because of the way it handles a specific character i won't say who um but the other aspect of that is like, I think it's kind of misogynistic. I think the women are only there as agents of men. They're a little too sexy sometimes. And like the main, one of the main female characters who gets to play a role only wants to play a role 
to appeal to the main character. And maybe that's, you can argue that, but I think that... I could argue literally everything you're saying. <laughs> maybe you could, but, but when I went through Death Note, I really felt like it could have done so much more than it did. And it really, and, <laughs> and it overwrote so much of the time. There were some silly moments that I'm like, this is, I know that like him eating <laughs> a bag of potato chips and it's an action sequence as he's writing names and he's like, first I take a bite and it's like, like, I'm like, that is stupid. I know you're trying to be cheeky, but shut up. Um, so Death Note for me, for me, isn't where I go for for a good story arc, even though it is succinct and has clear trajectory, I, it's not where I go. I'd rather go to Cowboy Bebop. Which is funny because I, I, I considered where I would put Cowboy Bebop on my list, and and story was one of my lower because I don't see I've it as much. It. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. So there, there is your guide. Before we kind of move through it and on to it, what didn't we mention that you think is worth mentioning? Just. Right. And give it a quick thumbs up for it. Right. Honorable mentions, Eli. Uh, and this is personal honorable mentions Absolutely. as well. Because we, it was touched on in some areas and not. Um, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! are honorable <laughs> mentions for me because they're great introductions into that. Because they're kids' shows. Yeah. And so you get good hints of one or the other. And I think, I think for a good show, they do a lot of these categories really well. Um, and so look at world building. Pokemon is one of the easiest worlds to insert yourself into and to imagine and to apply to other things. Listen to our last episode. We have our most intense discussions are around Pokemon. Um, and I think the world they built is genius. And, and there are there are so many good things about Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! just beneath that. Um, if you're going to watch one, watch Pokemon. But I, that that's an honorable mention for me just because they are formative animes for me. Uh, even though I've, I would say I've graduated from them. Um, next is uh, Jason touched on Avatar, and we weren't sure how to define it. Um, but I have to say, Avatar, and we've said this before. I, I personally believe, and I know Jaron does, and I think Jason does. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if you said it explicitly, but I think you have. I, Avatar to me is the best animated series of all time. Yeah, it is. Um, and. I think they do all five of these categories perfectly. Yeah. And I like I mean I mean perfect. I think Avatar is is the perfect show. And so even though it's hazy whether or not it's anime, um there are obvious parts that it it yeah. definitely is and then there's a lot that it, it couldn't be. Yeah. Um we'll tip our hats to that even though it may not be. Right. And that's and it's to. tricky because if it's not and if if someone's saying it's not anime and I'm putting it if I'm mentioning it as effusively as I am on an mm. anime episode, that could be problematic, right? And part of that is because I don't have enough anime foundation, mm. which I'm working on. Um, but even ones I've noticed that check a lot of these boxes that fill these categories well, touching on Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, touching on Hunter x Hunter, um, I... I I think they are where they are for a reason. Cowboy Bebop as well it gets an honorable mention for me because I didn't categorize it, but it's transcendent. Yeah. Um, so that's what's tough with blinders too is, is things I'm not mentioning because it doesn't fit one category or doesn't exemplify one category. 
it's a more holistic approach. And Cowboy Bebop requires that because it's 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 everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Jay, what are you gonna mention? Um, I tried to shout out like a lot of things. As we went. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna start watching an anime, just start watching uh Miyazaki movies. If you yeah, want to start yeah. somewhere, just start with that, and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, Speaking of what does those categories well? Yeah, I mean, it's, absolutely Miyazaki. Yeah. It's it's probably the best place to start your journey into to anime. It's mm-hmm. just Miyazaki movies. Yeah, honestly. So that, I mean, that's probably like my only shout out there. And um, I didn't. I actually, I didn't put really Tokyo Ghoul anywhere. Yeah. I I like I shouted it out a couple of times, but. I would like to say it's probably it's one of my favorites. I I really enjoyed it. Sure. So cool. Uh, I got to shout out Neon Genesis Evangelion. It is really cool. It's one of the most stylish, stylistically cool animes Very I've cool. seen. Classic uh, too. It's Old. a classic. Yeah, it's a one season as well. Right, really succinct. Mm-hmm. Great world. Um, we mentioned Samurai Champloo, and it's just so fun and cool Mm -hmm. and original. It's just like one of the most original things I've seen. And then I have to mention Attack on Titan because I think that it hits everything really well too. The action is incredibly satisfying. The world is amazing. The characters have great arcs. Um, May not be funny, but its story is so distinct. but to speak to Jason's, I mean, okay, let, let's just, let's do this. Jason, you kind of said it. If you're going to say start somewhere, just start somewhere on an anime TV series and go, I think the easiest place to start is probably going to be either Cowboy Bebop or One Punch Man for me. It's going to be the easiest place if you want to start. That makes sense. I think you're doubly wrong, which is weird. I, th- I, th- I think back to my point about One Punch Man, I, I can I only agree. appreciate it. Yeah, I don't think you could extent, appreciate it. To the extent I think you should with a foundation. Because otherwise it's it's like a like haha, funny, right? Mm-hmm. But I, when it when you feel smart or you feel like you're in on the joke watching it, I think that's important. Hmm. So I would argue that. Okay, but what would you say then? Um that's tricky. I would say start with Hunter x Hunter or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Cool. Because I feel like it's a good, I feel like it feels very much like anime. Okay. Animation-wise, action-wise, character-wise, dialogue-wise, uh, humor-wise, I feel like that that like gives you a very good essence of anime. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, I, I would just say, I mean, even though I'm only getting an introduction to both of them, yeah. and I have a lot more knowledge about a lot of other anime, I would say that those are great places to start. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, like I said, just a Miyazaki movie. Yeah. Um, start with, yeah, um, any of those, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, yeah. um, just Princess Mononoke, any of them, honestly, and I think you're good to go. Um, it's a good introduction to what anime is, how it behaves, like the worlds that it can build. Um and you won't be disappointed. You re- you really you won't will. be disappointed. If even if you think you're gonna hate anime, I promise you probably won't hate one of his movies. Yeah, that's so. the thing. You actually might be disappointed after Miyazaki. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> the bar is hard to live impossibly up to. It. High. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And and Miyazaki exists in its own realm. Yeah. Absolutely, because I mean that's the thing. Though I think it's great because it proves I can like. 
this thing that yeah. that's you know a Japanese source and totally new to what I'm used to. It's a perfect gateway drug. It is, and uh, I mean we've talked about uh, in a few episodes kind of the sure. the beauty of yeah. Miyazaki and and what he does and the complexity of characters and strong female characters. Mm-hmm. You're gonna find the best parts of anime in Miyazaki and nothing to complain about. Yeah, I don't think at all. Nothing's excessive. Nothing's disrespectful. They'd leave you feeling good. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, you know, let's. That's anime. That's anime. Some of you. it. That's that's where. Well, that's where we'll, the iceberg. That's where we'll <laughs> leave you as as a beginner's guide or a refresher. There's your guide. But I according want, to what we know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is beginners and yeah, that's the novices, thing. <laughs> which is what <laughs> we it did. It so you don't have to. Oh yeah. Uh, but I want to. I want to kind of shift tones to something um, more or less unrelated. <laughs> right. Less related. More unrelated. Oh. Yeah. More unrelated. More unrelated. Jason. More unrelated. Give me some songs. More unrelated. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Go. You saying go like keep going? Yeah, go ahead. Unrelated. Oh. I'll, I'll edit all this out. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you rather have be your sleep paralysis demon? Oh. oh okay. The Ice Age baby <laughs> or the know-it-all trains kid from Polar Express? Oh, Ice Age baby. Ice Age baby. He's standing at the edge of your bed. You know what kind of train look, this is? Look, look, yeah. look, look, look. I'm not saying that they're interacting with you. They're a sleep paralysis demon. They're not speaking. Right. Right? They're like bearing down on you in a right. sort of menacing way. Right. Who would you rather bear down on you in a menacing way? You can't move. Right. Um, the, so, okay. Touching, dumb, touching your face. Dumb train kid would just have this obnoxious smile the yeah. entire time. Mm. Almost creepy, actually. like Almost like he's up to something, kind of a smile. Yeah. And I don't think I can handle that. See, even though we talk about the soullessness <laughs> of everyone in Polar Express, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the horrifying animation, um, there's still something that's that's just a titch more human about Train Kid yeah. than the Ice Age Baby. <laughs> I think it, it really says something about um, Polar Express when I was just a child seeing that. We got back from the theaters. My family was like, oh, it was so cute. It was so fun. And I didn't like it. Yeah, It was. A, it took a lot for me wow. to not like something back in, the, yeah. in those days. <laughs> and I yeah, think your I, tolerance for liking something was, it was remarkably low. Yeah. And, you know, and I think I owe that to the animation in part. Because right. it bothered me. Right. It's bothersome. Yeah, um, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. and I, I mean, I sense sort of the... The inhumanity of the Ice Age baby really right. makes him a threat. But at the same time, <laughs> like a baby doesn't have a capacity for menace, I, whereas like, that kid absolutely does. Yeah, okay. I think so. Think so, so you'd both rather have the Ice Age baby? Probably. Yeah, I, I think I, I can handle the so. Ice Age baby. Yeah. Because <laughs> maybe... I would kind of feel crawling all around you. Guys. I would kind of feel almost like sixth sensey, like maybe he's lost. <laughs> maybe there's something I can do to help. Maybe we there's unresolved. Him. He's probably yeah. he's probably some like 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 brute that's just like misunderstood. You know, yeah, something like that. There's something some there, sort of Frankenstein's like, monster, some sort of sixth sense. <laughs> like he drowns sort of children, but not because he wants right. to. There's a horror there, but it's a misunderstood horror. Okay, he needs love. 
Uh, and I think that the, you're not going to give it to him. I think Train no, Kid is not. no, but I'm saying Train Kid is incapable of feeling or or giving love. <laughs> All right, I'll walk with you down that lane. I'll go with you guys. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I I'll go ahead and sh- um, send me a Venmo request. Yep. Oh, what the? Please I'll, do that. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll fulfill it. We're heading to <laughs> SaltCon this week. Yes. Which is, I Yay. think, kind of kind of low-key our favorite convention. Yeah. I don't. Is it too bold saying that? It's low-key my favorite convention. I love it. It's so fun. For, a, for the sake of us getting into other conventions, that can be your favorite. And right. I'll take another I just, one. I mean, <laughs> right. Or it's just other conventions got to step it up. Oh. No, there's a feeling that comes with SaltCon that, that I look forward to. Because part of it, I think, is because it's digestible. Childlike It's not Lindsay. overwhelming. Um, it's the board game convention held in Davis at the Davis Convention Center. Please check it out. Yeah. It's absolutely worth it. I, I It's worth yeah. it for the games you're going to be introduced to, for the games you're going to play, for the game library where people are selling used games in great condition for a great price and you can haggle. Yeah. Uh, there's a Carl's Jr. down the road that we always frequent. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of games that people are, are kickstarting. Yes, that's so exciting. You get to play test them and then just be like, yep, I'm buying it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I've done that plenty of times. It's it's a blast, honestly. Cut, cutting edge stuff. You'll, you'll be a part of like a whole yeah. new movement of stuff. And they, they do a great job with the organization too. Totally. Like the event planning with the, the, the competitions. Yeah, there's and tournaments. The, the different things you can sign up for and do with different mm-hmm. people it's great so mm-hmm. go great. so come and, and and if you let's let's meet up if you go even if we know you even if it's like <laughs> your <friend>. wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meet up with us but it's great we yeah. love it so yeah. we're going to that and yeah. we'll talk more to that and that's Thursday through Sunday yeah this week that's March right. whatever the first week of March is saying I don't know when this episode's going up has to be before it's all gone very soon yeah. <laughs> so it, it'll, it'll probably be like the 5th through the 8th Great. Yeah. So what it is. go ahead, but message us your thoughts on on you know what what are your what are maybe some things that we overlooked or maybe that we right. should look into for anime. What do yeah. we miss? What do what do you what disagree do we need with? To repent I, of? I truly want hate mail for this one. Well, if you can give it, I'm ready. Right you're right. You're I'm targeted at me, even if it's for. I anime feel like mail. you two are more likely to get some hate mail on this one. I feel like I played it pretty safe. You did. I, I think One Piece is my only. Shot in the Harsh. <laughs> I, I, I critique a homie, lot of... Homie, you're going to get hate mail for the Death Note thing. I'm ready. Yeah, Jaren, you're going to get... I'm, you're, Jaren, I'm you're legit. Looked to, you're going to get hate mail for Let, that Well, one, no. You wanted to. You I totally didn't, wanted I didn't. to. I actually, I absolutely didn't. But I wanted something that people would know, and I'm ready for my name to get written into a Death Note. So, <laughs> okay. with that, I'm Jaren Jolly. I'm Eli Webb. I'm Jason Kenny. 